0: Hello everybody and welcome to Ammo and Danny's Irish Road. As everybody can already hear, we are doing this across a, a Zoom connection along with a few other different bits and pieces to try and make the sound
1: as professional as we can. Um, but how are you getting on Ammo? Not too bad Danny, um, as you know, everyone is, self-isolating, um, keeping indoors as often as possible. Um, you know, it has its own challenges, as you all well know, as everyone knows. You know, we're, no, yeah. I think the u- unique thing about this is we're all in it together. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a member of the royal family, or you, you know, on a very low income, um, in a struggling family, we're all feeling the effects of this. Um, and yeah, I'm keeping it in the house. Um, I have started to play the Xbox a lot more than my partner would like it. <laughs> <the team. laughs> um, I've started to, you know, I've. I've been exercising probably not as much as I should, but that's, you know, typical me. Um, but no, I've been keeping to, you know, the government guidelines and, you know, I've been watching a lot of replays of old football matches and, you know, stuff like... I have a, a son to a previous relationship, um, so I've been, like, going to his house every couple, every other day and kind of waving out the car and chatting away to him. And he, my wee boy said to me, um, and it hit me, hit home um, yesterday, he said, oh, Daddy, I wish I could just give you a big hug. And it was just like... It's heartbreaking, it's, though, isn't it? It's, you know, we shout-out to... Yeah, we shout out to Logan there, I love him so so much. And he just said, Daddy, I wish I could give you a big hug and it, yeah. It got to me and it just made you realise that there's no one in this world at the moment, Danny, that um it's not affecting. So yeah, we're just trying to get on with it, keep positive. Um look back at old football matches. Um I was watching Liverpool versus Barcelona um of two thousand in the UEFA UA for Cup. Oh, wow. back um, in when the we day. won the treble that season, Gary Yeah, I was watching that today. But yeah, nah, um just trying to keep positive, you know, as we are um and that's it what about yourself danny i have been busy enough to be honest um as you
0: can imagine like i'm the same as you in the house all the time my wife i think we spoke about in the last podcast my wife is a pharmacist but then she's also pregnant and due in july so um it means that she's at home at the minute um and sort of trying to rest up and isolate and We've got the two kids and especially Annabelle, she's in first year. So she's trying to do a schoolwork We're trying to do all homework, like all the different tasks that have been given to us to do with her. And the only other thing different to you is that I, I find myself, I am exercising all the time. I think it's just my way of releasing Um can we swap,
1: please?
0: Can we swap? <laughs> I found I think last week I, I was exercising maybe seven, eight times a week at the minute. Sometimes twice a day, depending on what's going on. Um, so I'm lo- I'm loving that side of it. Like mentally, I feel really good. Uh, but it's just weird not seeing people, and I started to miss going out, playing football, spending time with the lads, all that sort of stuff. It's it's a strange it's a strange reality that we're living in at the minute, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to lie There's positives and negatives In every situation in life And I'm trying to think The positives out of it um, So there's actually friends That I've actually got time To text back to And you get into You know <laughs> Social media is A really good thing In this this moment You know It's it's very essential And, and you know um, But yeah As you say The camaraderie Which just going Going on a football pitch For maybe Let's be honest If you play fast For an hour You know me With the lads For about an hour Ten minutes And he's a bit of crack A bit of banter um, and you, you miss that You yeah. need that You know Bit of stress relief And you know Have a bit of crack sometimes So it's hard But I mean All you can do Is try and keep the kids occupied And try and keep your mind occupied And you know I personally have there's, I think there's a, a power to thinking positive You know The power to thinking positive Helps me mm. um, But yeah No As I say All I can say Is I've started to know People now that have the virus And um, No one not, not too close to home Thank God but I know, I know. Rightly, it's probably going to come close home with some state. So it, it's just that knowing in the back of your mind, isn't it, Danny? The, the chances are someone you know is going to be affected by it, um, and it's, it's hard. It is hard. It's hard times that we're living in now, isn't it? it it really is as you said it's so uncertain and I think that's where
0: anxiety breeds quite a lot is is in uncertainty the fact that people don't know what's going to be happening a week from now a month from now we don't know when we're ever going to get out of isolation we don't know if things are going to tighten up even more Um, so there's that uncertainty that just really can affect people and can cause issues and problems and as you said especially the fact that we don't know if someone close to us is going to get it or not and I think that it's it starts to worry a lot of people, but you, as you said, you've got to try and look positively at it. You've got to try and do what you can to prevent it and and just look to try and help people
1: and work together and, and get through it together. That's the main thing is that we are all together in this. Um, so it affects everyone. So there's no one that we come into contact on social media or on everyday lives or that we will come into contact with that is not affected by this. Um so yeah, just keep thinking of positive and watching a lot of old football and stuff. Um, but yeah, all I can say is you know I'm doing okay. My close family around me are doing okay. We're sticking to the guidelines, um, and I'm just grateful that the power of technology is giving us the platform to do this podcast because um, we are getting good feedback now. So it's it's good to know that you know this is episode ten, and it's kind of you know it's it's something it's a work in progress, but it's we're getting where we like where we'd like to get to. And I am I'm, I'm, personally, I know you are, Danny, too grateful of our listeners. So it's good that we can do this over the power technology. And yeah, so should we back away our pod today, shall we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think, as you
0: said, a lot of people are looking back over old football games. People are looking at like, just the highlights of big games, what the league's like, what the league's going to be like, if it's going to return this season, all these big questions that are hanging over everyone. And I think we wanted to look at this question of our sort of top five, didn't we? We wanted to look at the current Premier League season, the players that are playing in this, in the teams and who we think are top, top players. So we wanted to discuss a little bit about midfielders, I think, starting off, didn't we?
1: Yep, so was it the top five Premier League midfielders at the moment?
0: Is that what you were yeah yeah we'll go for current i think that's a good way of doing it's being able to do current midfielders um try and be as non-biased as we can <laughs> and uh, uh we all know you're putting jordan henderson in we all know that but apart from that <laughs> we'll try and be
1: non-biased <laughs> um and are we taking form onto account danny or is it just the top five midfielders in our opinion no i i reckon we just go for top five i
0: think football is a passionate game and I think passion has got to come into it and I think there are players that I like that maybe weren't the best players in the world but I love them for specific reasons and I think that should be no difference in this conversation I think we should be going for midfielders that, that we think are great irregardless of whether they've been rubbish this season or whether they're injured or whatever so give me your give me your top five of who
1: who you would go for if you had the chance to build a 5 aside midfield team <laughs> Okay yeah I won't put them in order, I'll just do them in, you know, top part. I think. I think one player that has to go in there, and we'll just get him out of the way to make it easy. Jordan Henderson. I mean, the man is a workhorse. He just runs around. Not he runs a bit. You actually, he just runs around. He, runs you, he, just, run around. he just runs around stop. <laughs> Doesn't stop running. Doesn't always know what he's doing. But he's got round. a bit more. No, but he's got, he's got a bit more to his game as well. I think he's proved all the critics wrong. Um, he's a European Cup winner. He's going to be a Premier League winner. Um, I say people have wrote him off in the past. Um, Liverpool managers have wrote him off in the past. Brendan Rodgers so. I think at the level he's at now, I think he's a, he's a dead start starter for England. He's a starter for Liverpool, and I think he's probably got another two, or three at the top. So you have to put him in. So Jordan Henderson, um, and yet that's me being a bit biased. Um, I think I'm going to throw in um, Madison uh, Leicester, James Madison. Um, He's just a he's a midfielder that I aspire to. You you look at him, he's you know, he can score goals from all type of ranges. He's got a good pass range on him. Um he's always confident, he's always trying to be positive. Um he gets fouled like nobody nobody tomorrow and um he just picks himself back up. Do you know what I mean? He's he's just a good old fashioned English, you know, attacker midfielder that's just, you know, he's and he can score a goal and that's a, that's what football's about, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so no. James Madison would be my number two. Uh, number three, I'm probably going to go Jack Grealish. You know, if you consider him a, a midfielder, um, this is a bit of a debate, isn't it, between midfielders and forwards these days? Yeah, you know, where would he fit in, and he could probably play. Up, he could probably play as a forward or a midfielder. But I'm taking Jack Grealish as, as a midfielder, and I mean, he's too good for Aston isn't he? Oh, he is. Like he's, he is a good level football player, and that, like I would agree with you on him. I think he's a he's a good call to put in. Yeah, I would. All, <laughs> it's going to sound really biased as well, but again just because of who he is what he's done on his day um I'm, still, I'm going to say James Milner. I'm going to have to he's just <laughs> he's a legend he's a legend of the Premier League isn't he I like I
0: love James Milner. he wouldn't be in my top 5 but he's he's a he's a quality player like for longevity
1: he's he's unrivaled for me well, yeah a year or two ago he was still he was a top assistant in the Champions League and I think on his day he's just got everything about him um and yet no, I'm gonna to to put James Milner in there. Um so Grealish, Milner, Madison Henderson. And I wonder again, um Well actually I'm gonna change halfway through Done actually, because I've got, I've got I'm gonna take Milner out of it. He would get there. He would get there. But I've just thought of two more and I've got to put them in. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna put number four, I know it's uh, it's my right to change your mind, so I'm going. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw a uh, Jack Wilson at West Ham. He's oh, okay. another player that's just he's got everything he can He's a And he's always injured But if he wasn't um, Then I think he'd get a lot more accolades And he could probably you know, be a better club than West Ham I think the reason he's at West Ham Is because he always gets injured mm. I think he's got everything about him He's got a, a switch strike He can play defensive midfield Attack of midfield um, And some of the goals he scores like, Again I've been watching football over the last couple of weeks And some of the goals he scored for Arsenal Were just like wow not just, just, just wow um, and then the the fifth one, ugh, I don't know. I would say it's honestly, honestly, I'm I sound biased, but Liverpool are one of the best teams at the moment. Um, it would probably be out of Fernandinho, and Daniel, um, Fabinho, but I'm just gonna edge you to Conte at Chelsea. Okay, because he's just, he's just, ugh, he never gives the ball away. He's constantly winning the ball back. Um. And I just think he's so underrated. He won the league with Leicester than he won the league with Chelsea. Um he won the World Cup with France. You know, he's just he's just the man just reeks out quality. So in no particular order, um I'm gonna go Henderson, um Madison, Grealish, uh, Kante and Wilshire there my five what about you danny that's
0: interesting the only one i think that i've got the same as you is kante so i'll get him out of the way first kante is quality like he's an absolute quality player and world cup winner uh won the premier league two consecutive seasons running with two different teams shows the level of impact he has on the clubs that he's at he's unselfish he's a hard worker he's a good runner um like i like kante especially from a defensive angle looking at it as a defensive type of player. He's the type of player you want sitting in front of your, your back line. He's he's solid, reliable, you know he's gonna absolutely fight for everything. Um, so I like Kante put him in there. Fair enough. Now my other four I have I have three that I think should be in there and I think I think everyone would agree with and one massively controversial one. Um, That's what so it's what it's about? So first one, I'm surprised you didn't mention him. Um, goes right into my team, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is absolute top quality player, um, best player midfielder in the Premier League for me. And I know that Liverpool have been amazing this season. I know that De Bruyne gets injured quite a lot, but for me, De Bruyne has, has got to be in there. Like he's
1: he's a quality on his day. He's he's unstoppable. De Bruyne. Do you know what Danny? I forgot. I completely forgot about the because I. Ugh. Do you know what? We'll we'll do you all five and we'll come back to the Bruyne. I might have to add them in. So, <laughs> so that's a very good point you made there. It just goes to show that we don't always do that. This this podcast that we do is very off the cuff, and we don't sit there putting hours of research in, like you know, other podcasts. But yeah, it just goes to show that, like I was generally thinking from me, you know, the top of my head there. But yeah, sorry. So the Bruyne. Yep. So good. Kante, the
0: Bruyne um next one i'm gonna go because just because i really like the way he plays i'm going for jorginho at chelsea i, I really like jorginho as a player oh um, yes amazing penalty taker it's he's unstoppable like it's guaranteed 100 of the time he has scored and when he gets the ball on that spot um generally his play is very good he's very dynamic um, I like the way he plays, so Jorginho, for me goes into goes into my midfield.
1: Uh, he's a fantastic player. He's he, again, he, people have mixed views on him, don't they? But he's a fantastic player, um, and he does. Keep, you know, when Chelsea playing well, he plays well. Uh, sorry, when he plays well, Chelsea play well. You know. Yeah. Next one is going to be semi-controversial, but I
0: don't think so. It's just because for me, he doesn't get enough game time. Is that I'm going for Riyad Mahrez. In my, in my team. He's I like the way plays.
1: He's a forward. He's
0: a forward, Danny. But this is, the, this is the question, isn't it? Is that in the modern day game, do we have defenders, midfielders, strikers? Like, is, is Raheem Sterling a striker or a midfielder? Is Sadio Mane a striker or a midfielder? Is Real Mahrez a striker or a midfielder? There's so many people that you can go through. Mo Salah and all these different boys. Like, what, what makes someone more of a striker than a midfielder? It's
1: <sighs> that's, that's so hard, because... The perfect example I would use again is Coutinho, isn't he? He's a player that could play in mid- the three midfield. Lallana is another player that could play in midfield, but he could play in. Do you know what? I'm going to give you the answer, Morris Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, it's so hard, and
0: in the day where in the day where we play four three three all the time, it's hard to know. Like these players can play two or three different positions, and that's what makes it so difficult to put them in a box. I suppose.
1: No fair enough. So so we have we have De Bruyne, we have Conte yeah. We have uh, Morris, Jorginho Jorginho And who's your fifth This is I'm looking forward To hear hey, this one Oh The last one
0: Massive Massively controversial Um I am going for my fifth one Based on Accolades Based is that on I'm <laughs> going for Pogba <laughs> Oh more Pogba I would put I would put Pogba into my midfield and I know he's a United player. I know that he's that he hasn't played a game this season, but Pogba is is a, a World Cup winner. He was amazing at Juve. He's a he's an absolute world beater on his own. And for me, like for me, he's a top quality midfielder. And also, I think it adds to the fact for me that since he's come in, he's absolutely teared United a bit. So he, for <laughs> me, he's a guaranteed. He's great, <laughs> Danny. When did you say last? You last played the game? It was it was like last season, but he's stunned the books. I, I, I don't think he's
1: played the game in about four seasons, has he? Since since the World Cup about three years, three four years ago. I don't. know I think he's the biggest overrated pile of. Can I say pish on Zoom? I've just said it. <laughs> <laughs> honest, honest, no, no, nah, nah, I'm not. I mean, I respect your opinion, but not for me. So let's compare our top five. So you you had, you've got the Bruyne You've got Conte, which we both agreed on. You've got Mares, yep. you've got Eugenio, and you've got Pogba. Yep. Then I went for Wiltshire, Grealish, um, Henderson, Conte, and who's my fifth one? Oh, yeah, my other player was Madison. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> I forgot Madison. So I'm struggling not to put the, br- the Bruyne in um, it's just in. It's probably out of keeping Grealish or Ma- uh, grealish Madison. Or De Bruyne Two of them three So I think I'm going to, have to keep Madison in Because I really like Jack Wilshire. So I'm going to get rid Of Grealish Just And put De Bruyne in Because of what De Bruyne has achieved You know so Actually for once Danny I listened to you I've taken your advice I've <laughs> taken your opinion You didn't sit on the fence And yes I'm going to Throw the Bruyne in So um, I am going to In case you get a backlash Of social media About how I forgot about him Because I, I don't like Man City So yeah De Bruyne has to go in there For obvious reasons um, so at least we agreed on two anyway <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah you'll you'll be putting pogba in soon enough well yeah um <laughs> we can post this on social media guys and see, see what type of reaction we get or who agrees or disagrees for our top five so that'll be interesting <laughs>
0: I, I like it yeah and make sure that if you are listening and you have a top five for your midfielders or your strikers put them in and uh, let us know what yours would be and if you think that either of ours are a load of garbage <laughs> um Now, next we are going to discuss our strikers.
1: Right, folks, welcome back to Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road.
0: Now, obviously, as we just said before, it's a big sort of debate at the minute. Who is a midfielder? Who's a striker? Most teams are playing in this sort of 4-3-3 system at the minute. Um, There's a lot of players scoring goals, and I think it's a good season to discuss who we think are the top strikers in the Premier League at the minute. Now, who would you... Should we do it one at a time for this? See who would be like your number one going down to number five, and I'd do the
1: same. Let's, let's do that. Okay, fair enough. That's that a good idea. Yeah, okay. So who would be your number one? So my number one... My number one right this second, at the moment, I don't think you can look further than Jamie Vardy. You know, he's... Bang on for me, I've been over the last three or four seasons. He's determined, he's gritty, he gets a goal, he's selfless, he doesn't stop running. Um and if he was a couple of years younger, I'd be screaming for Liverpool to buy him because he's just he's just he's just who you want your team and um what is he like, 33 and he's still hitting numbers at you know, Leicester that you know if it was I think a bigger player than him or well a more known player than him, I think to a lot it'd be getting a lot more praise. So yeah, for me, number one right this moment, Jamie Vardy okay
0: interesting interesting i i have got Vardy on my list and i will come to him in a bit but he's not at number one um for me i've gone for longevity and who i think has proved themselves so my number one is sergio aguero I think sergio aguero is a quality striker um top goal for city one of the all-time top goal scorers in the premier league he's like He's, he's unstoppable and he's stayed consistent season on season and that's what you want in any striker everyone talks about getting a, a 20 goal a season striker Sergio Aguero is that player that can come on and make a difference no matter what game it's in no matter what's going on
1: so he'd be my number one no 100% he is in my top five but I just think because of injuries he wouldn't be my number one but who can forget that moment Balotelli to Aguero <laughs> Absolutely Scenes like you've never seen before <laughs> I was watching it um, on YouTube the other day just, just to look on Fergie's face and all it was just <laughs> class I definitely <laughs> did no going on that was when Man- Manchester City were like nobodies and it was good to see you no know, pipe United to the league but yeah you can forget that Aguero moment Um my number 2 would be i mean if, he could have easily been number 1 but i'm trying to look at consistency over the last three or four years and um, my number 2 is manny cuz he's just it's sad manny like do I need to say any more? What, what do i need to pick him up like it, it's manny not for me you just what he does the goals he scores the, he's just he's just he's manny like i, I just don't know what you can say apart from he's bloody amazing isn't he um I think he'll be at Liverpool for years to come. Um, There's rumours he'll be away, but I think he'll be at Liverpool for years to come. And I think he'll keep hitting these numbers um, consistently. Um, And if truth be told, I actually think he should probably get a a few more, to be honest. I hope so. And to be honest, I think it's it's proof in the fact
0: that I've got Mane as my number two as well. So... um... (laughs) You as go. you said, he's unstoppable this season. I've, I think I've picked up money enough on this podcast that I don't need to go on about it. But yeah, there's a lot of rumors at the minute that he might go to Madrid in the summer, and that kind of frightens me because for me, he's he's the player that is is up in his game season on season and is really carrying Liverpool, especially this season. I think he is. Um, so yeah, like he's he's quality money, so that's why he's in my number two as well.
1: Uh, it would break my heart if he left, but now I do love him. Um, and yeah, as I say, he's just our front three, the best front three in the world, I think so, um, yeah, he's fantastic, <laughs> um, my number three, um, and I, I, I am not about having him in the, top, in the top five, but I thought to myself, I can't not put him in the top five, and it was one of them where, if he's going to be in the top five, he couldn't have been number five, because of who he is, I mean, if we're taking four and in out the window, Harry Kane, I mean, he's all... He, have you forgot about him? No, I've,
0: I've, he's my number three as well. <laughs> I think we're getting a bit.
1: <laughs> uh, we haven't even compared them. We never do, Danny. This is a good thing about this. Probably never do, but it's, 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 we're like minded, which is, you know, that's probably a good thing for once. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I like egg- to think that it's because we know our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. Um, he scores every type of goal, doesn't he? Um, headers, tappings, long range, left foot, right foot. Um, he's not got blister and pace, but, um, nor have I. And I kinda I kinda, <laughs> I kinda <laughs> model I like to think of look at Kane. I think, well, you know, you don't need pace to be a good footballer. You know, you know, there's still there's still um, a position for people that haven't got blistering and pace. But he's not slow. He's not the slowest, but um he's just got yeah. Harry Kane, I mean he has to got get in there and I think if he keeps this record up over the next say five, ten years, I think he will be Premier League's all time goal all time top goal scorer, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think he's going to be up there, and like what I love about Kane is the same thing that we loved about Gerards and and most players love about players, and most fans love about players in their club is that he's he's homegrown, he's he's one of theirs, he's he's passionate about the club, he wants to be there, he wants to see them win stuff, and you can see he goes out there, he's got his heart on his sleeve every week, and he he, he drives that team. Um, he's a great player and again he, he brings on other players and that's what I love Bazin. that's what that's what Gerrard done for Liverpool and Lampard done at Chelsea and all these different boys they brought the rest of the team on I was very very close to putting Lucas Moira into my midfield because of the way he plays because of the
1: way that Harry Kane lifts him yeah that's true um, my number 4 is going to be Sergio Aguero ok because you know not really need to chat about him, dude he's scored so many goals he keeps scoring goals he's he's, he's like never stops scoring He scored quite a few games liverpool he's he's just yeah he's class you know he's absolutely class but when is it is it isn't isn't his um a step a stepdad is Mar- maradona isn't it and his uh yeah i mean and his i think messi's so i think his his son maradona's his grandfather and messi's is like um godfather or something so no, fair unlucky to Aguero, son, he's got no pressure on him. <laughs> I know, it's
0: ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? But like, yeah, um, and
1: Aguero. Yeah, he's just it's just Aguero's just class. Um, and yeah. If he was say he scored all those goals for Liverpool and he was imagine how how much Liverpool fans would worship him. Oh know? yeah. That's probably like where well, he's like a City, the city fans love him. Yeah. You know, so that's my number four. What about you?
0: Well, me and you have basically done a swap because I've got Valdi as my number four. Um like I love Vardy. I think he's a great player. Yes. His whole story and everything you now he's he's come up from non league football and, and basically become a Premier League winner. And that season where he, he put himself in for record number of goals in consecutive games and like Vardy is, is top quality and for me he loves what he does.
1: 11, Eleven in a row, was it?
0: It was either it was either eleven or twelve. It was one of them, but yeah, it put him up there. Be fan Nesteroy, didn't he? And like he's like he's absolute quality. I love Vardy, and I think he's a great player. He's he, he g's up the fans. He, he sort of mocks the opposition fans when he scores and all that. And he's everything you love about football. He just he he plays with passion, and, and you love that. Like I love watching him.
1: Yeah, I forgot to mention a story. A story is great from one league football to. You no, know, I think he had a bit of. He was in trouble with the police, and he's turned it round. He got to play for England quite late. Um, he's kind of Giving England the, the fingers Because he wasn't Getting played As number one And I think it could, it could you know, I think this Coronavirus has actually Been a blessing For Harry Kane Because he might not Be able to make This Euros Because of his injury um, And I think Vardy Would have got a call up But now that it's Been postponed for a year, I think um, Kane Will probably be fit And Vardy probably Isn't going to get that call But as I say I personally think For me He's England's Number one striker Vardy so I can definitely understand Why you've got him In your, in your top five yeah. You know
0: now, it'll be interesting to see if we have the same number five, seeing as our striking options have all been the same right the way throughout. So who's your, who's your number five?
1: I have to give mentions to the likes of Bernardo Silva and, you know, boys like um, Yamana um, Arsenal, um, his name, Bamiang, you know, stuff like that. But number five for me, Mohamed Salah. I mean, say what you want about him, you know, being too greedy, say what you want about him, you know, being he's only done it for two or three seasons. He's just a goal scorer machine. Um, And it's not me being biased. Uh, Anyone that loves football and watches the Premier League, you can't argue with the statistics. You just can't. So Salah, for me, he scores amazing goals. He scores tapping, scrappy goals. And I think he's just made his game all about goals. And if we're talking about forwards and stuff, um, maybe a couple of years ago he would have been in top three. But he's he's had a bit of a poor season, but he's going to be a Premier League winner and probably still get 25, 30 goals. So... That is all that's enough for me. Yeah. Um what do you th- who's your number five? What do you think of mine or? I really struggled with my number
0: five, as you said. There were so many potential options. Uh, and similar to you I've got a few sorta of- shout outs that I would have gone for just in case people are thinking, oh they've just gone for them and why did he miss this one out? I-, I think Son deserves a shout. I think Son has been quality for two, three seasons on the bounce. Yeah. Really like the way he plays. I-, I think as controversial as it is, I think Raheem Sterling deserves a shout because yeah. like he's a he's a great player at City. He plays really well. He's up his games, up to his level. Um I think Raul Jimenez was someone I nearly put in for Wolves like Raul Jimenez has been yeah. amazing over the past two seasons um, and I think he definitely deserved a shout and uh, I said even Roberto Firmino and boys like that but I have in the end I did go for Aubameyang yang. Um, okay. I put I put him in. I like the way Aubameyang plays. He's a typical number nine. He, he plays. He's fast. He, he hangs off that last man. And the way that Arsenal are playing this season, for them to be as high as they are is because of Aubameyang and because of the goals that he provides for that team. Joint top goal scorer last season. Um,
1: and for like he was someone I would love in my in my team if I had a if I was putting eleven aside together. like it's interesting you say about me on because he nearly come into mind. Um, I just couldn't think of his name at the time. But let me—I want to tell all, all the listeners a story about Raheem Sterling. Um, if we were doing it purely on you know facts and statistics, I think Sterling would have to be up there. But I could never put him in in my team. Um, for what he'd done to Liverpool, but I want to tell all your listeners a story about Raheem Sterling. So it was about seven, eight years ago when Sterling had just come on through at Liverpool. Okay, it was when he made his debut. He's I think, he scored about five or six goals for Liverpool um, at the time. I was still living in Liverpool. One of my friends was on a night out in Liverpool, and he bumped into Raheem Sterling, and it was all of the news. Raheem Sterling had just gone from like a, you know, a, a scholarship contract to like a professional contract, um, which he deserved, and he was doing great, and he was level, you know, level-headed, and he was doing great for Liverpool. and He was the next big thing, but my my friend went up to him. And he went, Rahim, good to meet you, blah blah. Um, What's it like being on thirty grand a week? You know, and he just said that like, no, this is a off cuff comment. And he turned around to my friend, and all you know, he said was, "Actually, it's 35. And for that, for that horrible comment, and from leaving Liverpool and going to City, for that comment alone, he'll never ever be mentioned in, in, a, in a good, a good um, light in, in, for me. That's a bit of inside information there for our listeners, but um, as quality as he is as a player, um, nah, for after doing that, (laughs) I could never ever have him in any kind of of glorified top five, you know?
0: Yeah. Don't you think that's the problem though with modern day football is that there's so much money in it now that the players are going into it just for what they can get rather than for the love of the game. And I think, obviously, a lot of people said about Riyad Mahrez doing the same thing when he went to Man City. and um, oh, There's so many other players that you can mention that that have went across to different teams and they've just done it for the money. Especially all these boys in recent years have gone off to China and different things like this. Like The money is becoming a bit of an issue in
1: the sport now, isn't it? For, for reasons like that with young lads. Well, as I say, with the current predicament of coronavirus, and there's been talks for the Premier League players to take a 30 percent pay cut and they're arguing that at the end of the day, um, if they took the pay cut then the government would miss out on tax and stuff. But it does bring a real issue into the, you know, the, the public eye about money and about like our, NHH, our NHS staff, our key workers and stuff. Um, on a serious note at the moment what's going on, um, we all miss football, we all love football. Um, I, in the past I've said to people um, Don't criticise football So the wages are on If, if um, Instead of criticising them, Just become one Because it's, it's not easy To become a footballer Do you get what I mean I, That's been my stance It's been like Well in the past People have said Oh well You know The footballers don't deserve This the NHL staff Do and stuff And it wasn't that I disagreed with that But the way I seen it was Why be a, why be a doctor And get paid What you're getting paid When you can be a footballer And get paid You know What they're getting paid Instead of arguing the case but I've I've actually woken up to the light and realised that, you know, money doesn't... In the current circumstances, money doesn't even matter. Yeah, It's about, you know, camaraderie and keeping your family safe and survival almost. Um, and it's opened my eyes about, you know, people like NHS, NHS staff, the police, the fire service, ambulance service, um, care workers and stuff like that. They do deserve a pay rise and I just want to put that out there. Um, my partner um, is a nurse. Um, up in the Royal in Belfast, I know your partner is um, a pharmacist, yeah. And they, you know, line key line, frontline workers. Um, I know your partner's pregnant at the moment, and off, and my, you obviously, know, girl works after a young baby, so my girlfriend isn't is on a maternity. But otherwise, not. They'd be facing this head on. I know your partner did, didn't she, in the pharmacy?
0: Yeah, for a good few weeks before the whole isolation came
1: into effect. Yeah. Um, so I think a good way to kind of end this part is to just to say, give our our greatest. Um, and our utmost and most sincere thanks to all those key workers that are, are keeping us going. Uh, my father-in-law is a lorry driver. My brother-in-law is a lorry driver. I've got plenty of friends who are nurses who work in hospitals all over the UK, um, and all all hospital workers all over the world. This is a world crisis, and I think I just want I want to put my point across. That I know this podcast is about football, and we'll always have the banter. And that'll always be what we um, what we what we kind of focus on. But I just want to put it out there publicly that I'm so grateful to all the NAT staff, the key workers, and God bless them all. They deserve more than a pay rise. Um and yeah, I just wanted to stress that as, as as, you know, poignant as I could, you know.
0: Yeah, no, and I think you're right. As you said, I think there's been a lot of talk over the past few weeks and even a few days about what's going on and the the whole money side of things and teams taking like part of the the sort of the furlough options and stuff like that and like i think there's loads of different debates to be had about that and there's loads of different topics we can discuss when it comes to that and business and other stuff like that um but yeah i think you've got to i think one of the things that this is teaching us is that you've got to focus on what's really important and i think being able to focus taking focus away from what people are doing that are on the front line that are working in really hard circumstances hard situations going through tough days where they're going out there right in the in the middle of danger in order to protect people um i think that's what we should be focusing on more than anything um and it's it's been amazing to be able to see that puts things into perspective doesn't it as to what's as you said what's truly important in life
1: yeah i couldn't agree with you more Danny.
0: Right, and I think that's probably a good place to be able to finish. I know this podcast is a little bit shorter than usual, but we wanted to be able to just put something out there and be able to chat a little bit and discuss a little bit about football in the middle of a time when there is none, really. Um, now, we're going to be back next week, but we actually have a really special guest next week, which is going to be exciting to be able to, and especially over this type of platform, doing it online. But, Amo, who have we, who have we got next week? What's going on? So,
1: yeah, next week we've got an old old friend, the manager of mine, Alex Dibble. Um he was an old manager in the Merseyside Christian League where me and you met. Yeah. Um. So you would have actually played against him at the time, Danny. Um. He was a, a news presenter on BBC Radio Merseyside. He's now a news presenter on Talk Sport. Um. And we're just gonna, you know, basically hear the story from being in Liverpool to being a, you know, a newsreader on, um, Talk Sport, and his passion for football. He's, he's an enthusiastic listener. Um. And it'll be great to have him on, because um, he he works in a media, a lot, and it'll be great to have his perspective. And he's obviously comes from the same roots as us, um, and yet it'll be great to have him on, and it'll be something a bit different, you know. Yeah,
0: I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll give us a good insight into what is going on in the media at the minute, especially with the being no football going on. Um, so if you've got any questions that you want us throwing to him, then write into us, write on our Facebook page, and let us know, and we'll read them out to him next week as we go through his story. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you've enjoyed listening to us I hope that you're all keeping safe I hope that you're all keeping well uh, and we will be back next week to be able to do our next pod with you so on behalf of me and Amo uh, thank you very much for listening thank you for joining in and we will see you all next week thank you
1: sports social podcast network